Yo, well, yeah, my boy. That's on the neighborhood, cuz. Say word. What up? Yo, what's poppin' with y'all lashy asses? Nico in the building, making aunties bat them lashes. Melly with the jelly, making brothers do a double take. Got the hash on deck to be way more than half baked. Love is at war, hit the general, yeah, yeah, yo. Listen to the wisdom, how your love life like, hey, yo. All this in the hour, it'll never be a bore. So welcome, everybody, this is ethnic ish and more. Yo, yo, what's poppin', cuz? Yeah, you gon' still bangin' ducks in 12 and 19, the only season I don't use. But nigga, have you heard ethnic ish and more, cuz? They got more shit on there, cuz. They doing past political shit, nigga. They doing relationship shit. Like, Mark Ali mad at me for cheating no more. Yo, shout to you, yo. Hey, yo, nigga, have you seen Melly Mel's IG? Cuz on neighborhood, she gotta be jelly, cuz jam don't shake like that. And she got the hash on lock, nigga. They on there for an hour, cuz. You better tune in and check that shit out on neighborhood, cuz. American corn farmers. A proud and chosen profession inspired through generations. Tested, resilient, and committed to giving back as much as they're growing pushing the boundaries of what's possible with every bushel, while replenishing every increasingly precious resource, like the reduction of soil loss by 40% with every acre grown. In a world where sustainability matters more than ever, we need all the help we can get. And there's no greater resource than the capable hands of American corn farmers. Yo, yo, yo boy, that's on the neighborhood, cuz. Say word. What up? Yo, what's poppin' with y'all lashy asses? Nico in the building, making aunties bat them lashes. Melly with the jelly, making brothers do a double take. Got the hash on deck to be way more than half-baked. Love is at war, hit the general, yeah, yeah, yo. Listen to the wisdom, how your love life like, hey, yo. All this in the hour, it'll never be a bore. So welcome, everybody, this is ethnic-ish and more. Hey, yo, what's poppin', cuz? Yeah, you know, still bangin' ducks in 12 and 19, the only season I don't use. But nigga, have you heard on there, cuz they doing past the political shit, nigga. They doing relationship shit like Mark Early mad at me for cheating no more. Yo, shout to you, yo. Hey, yo, nigga, have you seen Melly Mel's IG? Cuz on neighborhood, she gotta be jelly, cuz jam don't shake like that. And she got the hash on lock, nigga. They on there for an hour, cuz you better tune in and check that shit out on neighborhood, cuz. I'm ready. Oh, you a good man? That's just a question. Oh, you a good man? Say it really don't even matter, cause I am. Oh, you a good man? That's just a question. Yeah. Oh, you a good man. Say it really don't even matter, cause I am. They can feel the light of something far greater. And it's for the brothers. Wonder how much time await us. Can't waste time like my neighbors. So get your focus off who you think and say is our creator. Hip-hop calls for emergencies. And yes, I'ma let it burn to the third degree. And look, I ain't stosh, no burglaries. I'm too real to affiliate with perjury. Cut off that long hurt, clean cut perfectly. But these crackers look at me as a work release. They tend to fire me quick, man, they work in G. But what I do, I still remain a good man. And if they offer me a seat, I'ma just stand. This for the ones on parole that was just jammed. Seem like that path of doing right got quicksand. I feel overstated and I ain't even understand. Goddamn, what's going on? Oh, you a good man. That's just a question. Oh, you a good man. Say it really don't even matter, cause 
So with that said, shows I learned a life lesson Rappers, grown-ass men, slash retarded adolescents I keep going on, I keep stressing Cause there's no more room in my pockets for a necklace Money being spent on shit in my preference Wanna get to that point where no bullets can't catch them Open up the belly of the beast, C-section But the squires all around me, they're sad like Tetris And they want it early, so I gotta feed them breakfast Yes, I declare truth and you receive it in a message I gotta stand as a man, no crushes, sonata on the beat and I shit, no flushes, man, everything hot up in the room, all others deprived of all metals and I handed them a button, grits, remember that, nigga? Oh, you a good man, that's just a question, oh, you a good man, say it really don't even matter, cause I am, oh, you a good man, that's just a question, oh, I dread them days as a taker All fours report to my maker Cause none of these words I couldn't make up Like new face No taste with a good shape She liked that feeling in the middle like good cake Or was it something I had a steak For that out back They say reality is real but I doubt that If you've been resting in this spot with a couch at I told these niggas don't acknowledge if it's no fact But it's something with a certain glow But only certain of a certain no St. Louis Shacktown, Dirty Joe You never heard it, well here you go The invite to eternal growth Good man, you ain't know uh, I grow them, I show them to make your own path to the light Not focus, and notice That the world is all dark And I'ma always give them something they can go with no shit. Oh, you a good man. That's just a question. Oh, you a good man. Say it really don't even matter. Cause I am. Oh, you a good man. That's just a question. Oh, you a good man. Say it really don't even matter. Cause I am. That's just a question. It really don't even matter, cause I am Good man, that's just a question Oh, say it really don't even matter, cause I am Yeah Where she left this impression on me. on me Heartbeats but only to the sound of one drum With her perspective I see clearly Brown eyes with legs made out of gold She always seems to know the answer Mind, body and soul I give some love Known to be a slight distraction Her spell on me has come me
What's good? What's good? What's good, y'all? It's your boy Nico the Great, ethnic. It's your more, and we had to, you know, we had to switch it up a little bit for episode seventy. We had something that you know came our way, but you know, as, as brothers, we know how to kind of overcome things. So it was just like, hey, we're gonna make it do what it do. Shout out to those brothers in this room. Uh, we got brother Ad Grimes. We got brother Keith Jefferson. Yes, sir. Yes, brother sir. Brother Nando in the How building. Doing? How y'all doing? I appreciate y'all. You know, short notice coming out yes, coming sir. out tonight. Anybody that's calling in, shout out to y'all. Carla, you should have came up here. If you yeah, come on, look, we still open. Y'all want to pull up? And you we ain't far away on the south side. Seven one one six South Broadway. Or if you want to call in, 314-339-9759. We're kind of talking about the about the order that mm-hmm. we all in. Mm-hmm. The craft, the Masonic order, uh, order of the Eastern Stars for those that can't touch on it. I can't really give you too much <laughs> right. info. I give you, you a little bit. You got brother give you a little razzle-dazzle. <laughs> a little razzle-dazzle. Uh, any sisters want to call in, I would love for y'all to call in just kind of wow. tell your experience. Shout out to all the squares watching tonight on Everybody Live. Um, I appreciate y'all for tuning in, which I'll ask you answers. <laughs> now, this episode, for those who don't know, like, so we've already done this, so I'll let us go last. Brother Nando, you done been here a few times, but you never got to come for the first time we did our Masonic Order right. uh, episode, which really was more so just, I kind of put out the word to JG. This time, when I did put it out, which it was supposed to be on the 30th, so we would have had probably a little more time to proper plan, but we'll do another one later in the year. And kind of really get it out there so we could get a whole bunch of, not a whole bunch of people, but get a good amount of brothers, good amount of sisters, either if they part of the show or just viewing it. Just to kind of be in the room so y'all can see the Can you take the, the, the good thing to take on? Uh, yes, I can. I got you. It'll come on when I find it. It's somewhere in this thing. But, um, y'all, I want to let you know everybody kind of introduce themselves on their own. I did say their name. We're going to start with Brother Nano. Just kind of tell your name. Yo, yo, if you got a station, let let people know what what, what position you sitting in and then just kinda what made you come to the to the craft. 
Alright, so uh my name Fernando. You know, I ain't getting my last name, I'm pretty sure you see it on Facebook. Um I'm Junior Deacon in my lodge from Victorian Lodge number seven. Uh what made me come in, my grandfather was actually a part of the order. You know, I used to ride around with him when I was little and I ain't I wasn't in school so, and stuff. And Today we about I, I was curious oh, about yes. the, you know, the sounds yeah. and all this yeah. stuff that you he feel had. Free, you come through. We gonna be he never said nothing to me about it, so. so. <laughs> <laughs> you were too young. You were too young, yeah. Fernando. You were too young, man. Yeah, uh, he never said nothing to me about it. Actually, up until uh, his final years of living, he actually uh, started talking to me about it. Yeah. And uh, he, was, he wanted to get me in because I was asking him, you know, and I went to basic training for the military, and he, he ended up passing away while I was in basic training. So, What part of the military? Army. The, actually, the Army National Guard. I was an MP. Thank you for your service, brother. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. And so, um, yeah, so he ended up passing away, and I kind of, you know, left it alone for a while. And then uh, working with uh, Brother Randy, you know, Shout I've been knowing him for a long Randy, time. Randy, Randy, Will Folk. You know, I've been knowing him since my teenage years. Yes, sir. And um, working up under him, he was my supervisor at another job that I was at. And okay. uh, he got in. So I saw him, you know, hitting them books in his car while we was driving off to work and stuff, you know, going <laughs> to get stuff done. I'm like, what are you doing? And I hopped in the car with him, and he was like, I'm going in. I said, all right. A year later, I asked him. You know, I asked him about three, four times, and class came around. The rest is history. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up. Real good, solid brother. Yeah. Uh, the next person we're going to highlight is Brother Keith Jefferson. Man, I appreciate it, Brother Nico. Uh, Past Master Keith Jefferson, Jay Gasson, 18. Uh, came in the fall of 2002. I think out of 45 brothers, probably two of us left <laughs> in, the, in, the, in the district. Shout out to my cable tour. Brother, well, he the past everything, Jamal Mixon. That is my dude, man. Uh, I currently serve as the chief district deputy grandmaster of the state of Missouri in his jurisdiction. Uh, uh, shout out to uh, Malcolm Morris for making me the first chief deputy in the state of Missouri. And uh, to Henry uh, Willis, man, past grandmaster, who even gave me the shot to even be a district deputy for the uh, first Masonic district. Uh, like I said, been here 18 years, uh, trying to move up, and uh, just one of them brothers that like to keep it real, man. Just like to keep it real. So I appreciate being on the show. Yeah, man, we appreciate, appreciate you, you back. brother. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Appreciate <laughs> you coming back. And we got one more person. Holland, y'all know him. Been on here a few times. A few so times. Few times. Yeah, brother, this is my favorite chair. Really, he comes early. <laughs> my favorite chair. So we can get his spot. Yeah. Your brother, A.D. Grimes. So I'm a uh, past master, A.D. Grimes. Uh, I was raised from a dead level to a living perpendicular on May 30th, 2009. Uh, shout out to my cable toes. We started with 63, got raised with 47, and uh, it's about a smooth five of us left. <laughs> and we all pass passes now. Shout out to Marlon McClure, pass master Albert Homer, 178. You know, he finally, he, he was the last one that was waiting to get that pass master title. Uh, you know, what, what really brought me to the craft, man, was just curiosity. You know, being in a, a Greek letter fraternity, I was curious about what 
the the foundation and history of these organizations came from. I was curious about that. Uh, and when I first started thinking about masonry, uh, two people really came into mind. My college roommate, Jason Freeman, um, and then my uncle, Cartrell James. And it was kind of like conversations that was had between the two of them. My roommate in college told me some stuff and, and showed me some stuff, and I was just like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm not really sure I want to do it. And then when I started to really research and do it, uh, my uncle was like, you know, if you're going to do it, do it for the right reasons. You know, he, he his feeling was when he did it, he did it for a reason. And once it fulfilled that purpose in his life, he didn't necessarily participate as much. I knew my reason for joining was a deeper brotherhood than what my Greek fraternity was given. And so uh, the most beautiful thing was finding Jake Gaston 18 and uh, got a chance to find brothers who I consider blood. You know, So that's probably been the best experience uh, of being a Mason and it made these last 12 years a, 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 a lot of fun. You know, when you get, when, when you really get into that family aspect, hell, my, my son got two godfathers. He ain't even got no godmother. You know what I'm saying? My son got two godfathers who was at the church when he was baptized. Yes, sir. And both of them in Jake Gaston. That's one of them. Yes, sir. That's yes, Master Jefferson yeah. and Brother Will Robinson. You know, yes, sir. And then, and my son, no, that, that's that's my godfather. That's my godfather. He that, that's family. Mm-hmm. You know, so that that's probably the what really drove me and got me into the into the craft. And it's been a, a wonderful experience ever since I joined. So. Yeah, definitely. Uh, y'all already know me. Y'all hear my voice every week. Uh, but outside of Nico the Great, I'm just Brother Alexander Martin, the junior deacon. Man, we Jay call you Nico, man. That's for my, for my good people, Brother Nico. Just call him Nico. I saw Alexander in the book, so uh, don't nobody get confused one day. And they be like, ah, well, that ain't your official name or paperwork. But, I mean, pretty much the same thing as Brother Grimes. It was all really curiosity. I kept meeting random people. I kept seeing the emblem all over my city. I ain't know what it was about. I didn't know anybody personally. And then I started as I got older, I would see it. Then I got to college, I started seeing it and more. So I'm like, well, let me look what this is. And then it's just right before I moved here. Shout out to Brother Kobe Amos. He just so happened to get in in JG. And then as I was moving, he like, man, y'all know you moving here, man. You still interested? I'm like, yeah, I was probably going to do it at the crib, but I didn't want to get in and then have to instantly demit somewhere else when I could have just waited. So he's like, man, just wait a couple months, come out here, I'll see what I could do. And it was the greatest decision ever. Um, all the brothers of JG, we have a very close-knit yes, family do. within yes, us. Um, I've learned so much from everybody that's, that's there, people that's not even there all the time. I still learn something through them where you got the group chat whether we had random moments where stuff where we all can't come together for whatever reason, but it's a, it's a beautiful thing once you get in. I was one of the people who never looked into all the the weird stuff, stuff. I heard about it because I was we like, kill us. Yeah. We, hey, I was like, this hey, don't make we, sense. we Satan people. Yeah. We, and, and we got chicken like, heads. Once you get in, I'm like, it's funny. We're Illuminati. Literally, <laughs> the complete opposite of everything you thought. That we were, man. Yeah. I don't know what's worse, YouTube, because when I when when I first got raised, it was the YouTube video <laughs> or, or Google. It's still, on but I don't YouTube. know what it's it's. I think it's the TikTok videos now. Oh, I ain't seen that. Oh, I ain't bro, seen none TikTok videos. I ain't oh, seen none oh, TikTok. I saw, I saw a video yesterday of a girl who was like, call herself. She trying to share 
Masonic secrets on TikTok. Wow. And like I'm sitting there and I'm just like and she's like and, and you know you got you got and she was live on TikTok. And so you got people like saying stuff about, you know, you wrong here and you wrong there. I know and I know and I'm like you ain't never been in no lodge. I know you ain't been in no lodge. No, what about the guy who used to be on PBS? He was mad at a at his lodge yeah. and gave all the secrets but on you, PBS, on, on, on Channel 9. But you this know, dude, every, every Saturday, this dude would get up there and get a secret of, of masonry. I said, man, and I wasn't a mason at the time. So I was just like, like I was like, what is this dude doing? And it, when I got in... You know, shout out to Past Master Keeley who gave me my petition, the only petition this brother has ever given. And uh, man, I, I'm, I'm sitting there looking at this dude like, what is this dude doing? <laughs> but you, but you, but you gotta be, you gotta be upset to even give the secrets out to any organization up, that you in. You gotta be upset. You know why people do that? Because they don't believe. No, no. You know why they do it? Because they ain't got a seat somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? I also think. No. Man, pull up, pull up. Ah, nah. Nah, you, hey, so, so, let, let me, you you need a minute? Yeah. You got to prep yourself? All we're doing is talking on the mic, hey, man. You know, I think, I think they do it for, for the reason of, one, they don't know if them obligations is real. That's what it That's is. That's one. That was they don't know, they, they don't know if somebody really going to risk them obligations. I think, two, I think what it is, is you have people who join for the sole purpose of doing what, what the initial book writer did. You wanted to come in and expose the order, the order, yeah, right. or or you thought them them DVDs was real and like, oh, they got the secrets to the millions of dollars, and I'm like, I'm a teacher, bro, right? Like, listen, I ain't never gonna. I've spent way more money <laughs> than the crap is giving me. If you want to know, I don't know about any dollars that it came my way. Well, say if it's some secret dollars, let look, me know. I'm but look, right. what about that? You know what somebody told me. <laughs> I had I had I had somebody tell me they they was like, yeah man, you you must not be high enough to know uh, where the real stuff. I said, well it's only one degree I ain't got. <laughs> Hold on, no, I had, a, I had somebody tell me say, hey, well my daddy was one hundred and six degree. I said, you know what? Have a good evening. <laughs> hey, you remember when we met I, the met, met the brother? Um, oh, I'm a ninety fourth degree. Oh my, hey, I'm like, I, I, I said, my man, enjoy I'm your like, night, please. I'm like, <laughs> What's up, Pastor Master Hayes? We very fun. This is too but, 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 well. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, I so like Keith and I. Keith and I are pretty much we in every everything together, you know. And, and I'm in every house of basement. And there's not there's nothing but philanthropy, brotherhood, and that's it. If we ain't we come to every meeting. To figure out how we can give our money away to somebody else. Somebody like, else. Like, exactly. Hey, hey, y'all, what we doing today? I think we should give some money to this group today. I think we should do this service. So I'm like, man, you know, if I was looking for that Illuminati stuff where I'm like, man, they got to tell me where the money is. But can you explain to me what is the Illuminati anyway? So, you know, it's funny. <laughs> it's funny you say that. One of my students. I, yeah, I, I, I asked every class no, It's that. actually a real group. It is. I, it is what is group. it, a bunch of billionaires? No, no, no. no. Else is from the so the mindset is what people are throwing that term around. Mm -hmm. There was a real group in the 1600s <laughs> called the Illuminati. There was. They were scientists, mathematicians, who believe who if you go back in, to the 1600s, the church 
the Catholic Church, mm -hmm. was the most powerful organization in the world. Yes, it. They extorted they ran people. Everything. Yeah. They extorted people. And if you don't believe me, if you're sitting there telling the guy your secrets, he can extort you. He, the, 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 the Catholic Church said, hey, Masons, we don't like this little secret club y'all got. We need y'all to expose your secrets to us. They said, no. They said, all right, we're going to excommunicate each one of y'all. You cannot practice as a Catholic. Because they, they couldn't build them a wing on something. Now, what's, what's even crazier about that? There was a group of scientists and mathematicians because remember, the Bible tells us that Adam and Eve was the first man and woman. Right. That Cain and Abel was the kids. Right. And all of these things. And what what these scientists were like, wait a minute, evolution and all these other things, math, all that stuff don't play out because of the way the Bible worked. Mm -hmm. So they said we gotta get rid of those people too. Some of the most famous people, Leonardo da Vinci. Yes. Leonardo yeah. da Vinci was locked away for years under the under in France because his because of what he believed in. Mm -hmm. So when you start taking all that stuff, these group of people was starting to go in and what they do? They they created them, they had this group and they disappeared, quote unquote. Now what they say is that they disappeared into masonry. That's what they say. Mm -hmm. But again, it's not it's not a far fetched thing because think about what we practice and what we study. Mm -hmm. Science. Geometry. These things that we study. Yes. These seven liberal arts and sciences that we study are the study of the the, the arts. But when we look at them, mm -hmm. people be like, Oh, that's the Illuminati stuff. <laughs> no, that's comedic studies. That's Egyptology. Right. If we really want to get into it, that is what that is. Yeah. Our seven liberal arts and sciences that we study comes from the ancient African mystery systems. And those Greeks, those Romans who decided to come over and do seven years in those systems when it took 49 years to complete them. Think about it. Look at your, look at your education growing up. You took the same classes every year from the time you was in kindergarten until you was senior. Until you was a senior in high school, and then you took them the first year when, oh, if you went to college. Wait, look, right? You like, man, I ain't never got to take history again. Freshman year, got to take you history. Got to take history again. Bro, like, you know, and I, I tell my exactly. students, they be like, they be like, exactly. I can't wait. As soon as I'm finished with your class, I ain't never taking a history class. I'm like, you say, going to college? And we say, yeah, surprise. <laughs> See you next year. I'll drop that motherfucker. <laughs> you know, but that, that's just the whole thing of when you start getting brothers to understand what the craft really is. This organization is a giving organization. It's our job to give. It's so supposed we, to be it's a supposed giving to organization. Give. Yeah. Some lodges yes. don't do what they're supposed to do, yes. unfortunately. Yes. But what we also have to do is understand what we get in return. And what we get in return is the token of brotherhood. Yes. What we get in return is that that love that a brother will, will, will be with you until your dying days. Brothers to check on you. Brothers to be your friend. Brothers to extend your family. And that's all it is. That's what it's supposed to be. I tell people all the time, to me, what masonry has given me, it let me know that my funeral won't be empty. <laughs> and I'm not, not, not going to let it be empty. But see, that's exactly <laughs> the point. I'm not going to let it be empty. When, when you join this, you guaranteed yourself somebody that was going to carry you. Yes, sir. Right. And that, it, In that that's, order. That's all it was for. In that order. 
when you think of the aspect of a fraternity, anybody that says, I, you know, I've, I've heard all of it, you paid for friends. Hey, you know what? So did you really. Mm-hmm. When you think about it, you really, everybody in there, everybody who got genuine friendship paid for it in some way, shape, or form. But I guarantee you, Cause time the people who told you that ain't in no organization. You're right, because you know what they, you know what? You know what? Because they didn't get in. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and and that and that's 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 on the outside of the window mm-hmm. looking in. Uh-huh. And I'm mad because nobody asked me to be in. You know, I, I get most of my friends say, Hey man, why you won't bring me in to be a Mason? I said, Man, it's about the integrity. Mm-hmm. I can bring you in, but then what you gonna do when you get in? Because if you're doing the same things now, guess what you're gonna do when you get in? You look you looking for that emblem on your car. Mm-hmm. Which or that shirt to wear. Exactly. It don't get you out of tickets. Because guess what? Ninety-seven percent of the police officers I I cut anyway, they would stop you and pull you over and say, Hey, this dude got out the car and did this thing. And I'd be like, ask him one question. Is he financial? Wait, if he's not, give him every ticket you can give him. Wait, wait, look, what you talking about? I didn't got a ticket and I go went to court and be like, Keith, bail me out, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, literally yeah. <laughs> I've, it's happening. Hey. I am not ashamed. But Pay it's, your tickets, it's a brotherhood that's deep <laughs> that when you actually understand what you're doing and you understand them three obligations you took, it becomes very serious. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, our lives have a brotherhood that is so deep that we understand the things that go on and we understand each other. Mm-hmm. We don't just meet on our meeting days. Oh. we outside our meetings. And that's a very rare thing with some of these lodges that I go into. See, I, I know Nico. I know his, his his son. I know his, you know, his mother, his father. I know when he leaving to go out of town. Mm-hmm. So it's like, hey, bro, if you need us, we'll come. You break down in Jake Gasson anywhere, you liable to see about 10 brothers pull up on you. I don't care if you 60, 70, 80, 90 miles out of St. Louis, we coming. But that's what you call a brotherhood. And what people who don't understand that's on the outside looking in, they, they look at you like, oh, y'all are cold, y'all are, well, brother, you don't even understand. So I, it, 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 know, it, it kills me when I get some somebody who called me and said, hey, man, I got this brother, man. I thought of your lodge. I said, no, no. Why you can't take him in your lodge? Right. Oh, well, I ain't financial. Well, you need to get financial because I don't know this brother. So tell him the truth. I'm not financial, but if I, if I decide to get financial – you're the first guy I'm looking at. But if you're not financial, ain't nobody going to take nobody. You Bingo. Exactly. Because trust me, I, <laughs> we get them over here. I just don't ever bring them to lodge meeting. Hey, no. you know, it, it's crazy. People don't realize when you join a family, this family is like none other. There are people in this family who will get up out their bed at 4 o'clock in the morning for you. I know blood members who won't do that. Yes. You know what I'm saying? That's what you signed up for. Yes, you signed up for that. And I, I when brother, I, I, I actually used to think I'd be like, man, when I bring somebody in and they don't do what I think that they should do and they don't uphold the way I, you know, and do the stuff that I do, I'm glad that they fall off. And I don't care what lies they in. I'm glad they fall off because I don't want you. I don't want to have to call you at four o'clock in the morning and you and you too busy for me. And you ain't coming. You know what I'm saying? I ain't coming. I, I don't I don't want that. I want the brother that I can count on. And I know I can count on you because you pay your dues. You come to meeting. You learn your ritual. You I that's a big people people yeah. people people talk about, yeah. you know, that's they be like, Grimes, you a bully sometimes. That's a big thing. And I be like this. Real big thing. 
I don't mind being a bully. You know why I don't mind being a bully? Because if I call you at 4 o'clock in the morning, I don't need no soft, soft nobody coming up to me. No, sir. Hey, if I call you at 4 o'clock in the morning, it's a problem. It's a right. problem. Right. It's that a mean, problem. It means I need the strongest of the strong with me. You know, and that that uh, that is the beauty in when I when I challenge somebody. Because if I challenge you, I'm like this. I, I, I ain't doing it to disrespect you. I ain't doing it to hurt your feelings. I'm doing it to make you stronger. That way, so the next person that come to you, you exactly, know what's going on. Exactly, because I tell you, I give you the answer. Hey, whenever, I give you the answer. whenever, whenever you got brothers, up, whenever you got yeah. brothers that show up for you. When I lost my daughter, I had fourteen to sixteen brothers on my lawn. Brothers didn't even go to work that morning. So to have to have that camaraderie show up at your home when you've lost somebody, that's what it's all about. That's. When, when I tell you I lost my dad two years ago, I had Jake Gaston there to pick my dad up off the floor to put him on a gurney for William C. Harris. And William looked at my lodge and said, man, you got these many brothers here? And William cried because that's like a big brother to me, William C. Harris. You know, but to have my lodge there in the time that I needed somebody to be there, Man, my mom sit there and look at that, and, and the first thing she says, she say, they showed up and showed out. And my mom is not in no organizations, mm-hmm. and she choose not to be. But to see that, and, and, and even those ladies who, when we took my daughter down the hill because two ladies was had my daughter in their bag, mm-hmm. taking her down the hill, and I said, no, we, we got this. Yep. Them ladies thanked us because I can't watch you take my daughter down this hill and y'all fall. With my daughter in his bag, exactly. you know what I'm saying. But to have to have 14 to 16 brothers standing right on my lawn that morning when my daughter passed, August the 15th, April the 15th, rather, it was it was my family was just like they understood masonry. You know what I'm saying. We don't get paid for this. Nobody get paid for this. I I, I was a senior deacon on everything and played around in degrees. When Nico came in, I retired. The brother's ritualistic, and guess what? Pass the wine, and I keep going. And anything that needs to be gone, I'm like, Nico, take that and handle it. So that's what it's about. You you do your time, and you move out the way and let the, mm-hmm. let the next brother do it. I'm looking at this brother, Brother Fernando over here in Victoria number seven. Young brother. This is, this is, this is who you pass a torch to because these are the guys that do cash app and vino and all of that stuff. You know, we got past masters that don't want to get out the way. Mm-hmm. That's a big thing. Yes, yeah. sir. It's some, sometimes it's yeah. time to get out the way. When, when, when you're throwing a party and you're only bringing in 200, and then you got this young brother to come in, and we got Brother Manny over here. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and this brother say, well, let me, let me revi- revamp this, and I could bring 1,500. You can't bring in no 1,500. And then when he do, you sit and say, well, man, maybe we need to sit back. And, and, and do that's why I love Jay Gaston because we give our young guys a chance and opportunity to do what they need to do. I can I can attest to that. Yes. My class, we came in November of 2018. Like we instantly was pushed to do work. Mm-hmm. Like the it was crazy having some of my cable toes tell me how they worship the bass and didn't even know their name. Wow. And they was coming in like wow. one time. <laughs> wow. They didn't know their name. I was like, what? I'm wow. Like, I'm a worshipful master. First of all, because of my schedule, 
we don't start till late. So I'm the inconvenience at this point. But I was, I made sure that I was worth the inconvenience. You don't want nobody that's going to tear everybody up. We can start at 7, but he don't get out till 9, so we got to go till 9. But I'm not putting in the work to make it like, well, shit. Even though we, we at least sometimes, we don't like that 12 o'clock in the morning. And everybody, we, we all go home, we on the phone with each other. Like, this is what we need to do. We only had to meet up as a group twice. Out the week, we took the other two days out the week to meet up. I done had times where John. Will pull up to Sean's house. I, my first time testing out was on Sean's porch. Hmm. With John, he's like, well, "Who read it?" I was like, "Shit, where hey, you go? within a couple of days." Look, within a couple because it was so. The past mouse, so the past mouse has got the they got the message. Oh yeah, you know, you know what's crazy, man. It when I think of the brothers, when I think of the school of instruction, and what it like, you know, past said it was a it, it was a point in time where you get older brothers and they do things a certain way. For Jake Gaston, that that was we made our money selling food. That's how we made our money. When I came, when I came into Jake Gaston, you know there was two things I I, I really wanted to change. One, I remember going to Worship for Master Doug Tanksley and said, "Worsh, can I throw a party?" And he said, "I don't know about this party thing." I said, "Trust me, I'm gonna bring you a thousand plus." And we ain't got to spend nothing but maybe $200. And he said, yeah, I'd like to see this happen. What did we do? Threw a party. Made it happen. And he said, you can throw all the parties you want from now on. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what we started doing. We started throwing parties. Yes, and the parties did. got bigger and bigger. Yeah, yes, we did. To the point, still to this day, that that very first masquerade party, 340 people I strong. I stories about it. I wouldn't even Yeah, hey, we had a ball. That, hey. We had a ball. That's the reason Will in the Lodge. Yes, we had Will, a ball. Will saw a party that we threw, and he was, he was, he was, uh, I, I remember taking Keith and Past Master Keeley to, to his show and be like, hey, this is who I'm looking at for live entertainment. We was downtown. Yeah, we was at, uh, we was at Lola's. Lola's. <laughs> and I said, and we, we went ahead and booked him. And he saw how much money we made that night. Because we had the bar. We had the pictures, we had the food, we had the door, we had the parking lot. I heard about that. And, <laughs> and, after, and so we, heard about that. after we did, after we did it, right? We'll say, man, he saw Alex going through with the security unit, dropping money. He's like, man, y'all made a lot of money. Now I'm like, yeah. He said, what y'all do with that money? Now this was in November. I said, what you doing Thanksgiving Day? He said, eating with the fam. I say, well, from eleven to four. Meet me at this church. And he and he showed up. And he saw us feeding. He saw us serving. He saw us on a bus taking people food. You know what I'm saying? So he like, how can I get down? He was on the next class. The next thing I went to, I went to Past Master Michael Allen. And I said, hey, Mike, school of instruction is good. But I need our guys to learn more. And he said, what you want to do? I said, can we have our own school of instruction? He said, hey. If you want to do it, go ahead. Past Master Alex Little, I think he was senior war, junior or senior warden at the time. Yeah, he I said, think, I think junior. I think he was junior, yeah, junior, junior warden. warden. He, we sat down. We came up with a curriculum. Me being an educator by trade, I knew that I had to focus on making sure they learned masonry. And after that, every class since then has come through. This brother, that brother, this brother. And I get a chance to look at the leadership of the lodge coming through the school of instruction. The brothers in the lodge who I'd put him 
against anybody on Masonic knowledge. And I bet money he gonna be good. I bet money that my junior warden gonna be good. Speaking of that, my, my junior warden, shout out to brother John yeah, McIntyre. That's him, that's him. You know what I'm saying? What's up, everybody? You know, so I, but that comes from a, <clears throat> I was able to take brothers like this after they became after they became Masons and put them in the school and say, everything I taught y'all, y'all teach them. And that, and that's what they've been doing. And that's what, hey, but you, you, the best thing. But you, you know the good thing about... And and, and and not to keep bragging on Jay Gaston, mm-hmm. but the good thing about our lives keep bragging on it. Is, <laughs> is that not only do we have a bunch of positive black men, mm-hmm. a bunch of positive black fathers, mm-hmm. a bunch of positive black husbands, a bunch of, a bunch of positive black role models, mm-hmm. but then we got all of the black fraternities in our lodge and brothers still meet on the same level. You got you got past master Arthur Grimes, member Iota Phi Theta, you got brother John McIntosh, member of Omega Psi Phi, you got Manny Mann back here sitting back here chilling, a member of Iota Phi Theta, and then you have myself who are a member of Phi Beta Sigma. Shout out, got, to, shout out to Nick, Sean, Sean Brad, Brad Alphas, Alpha Phi Alpha. Alpha. Uh, we got babe. we got Will. That's Cap Alpha Psi. We got we got Kobe we got, and we got, we got all five Jahi, Kappa friend. Kappa Psi. We got we got Alex Little. We got David Riches, Omega Psi Phi. Man, I ain't even gonna list the Sigmas up in there. Ben and Vern. I work for Master Vern Meach. Oh man, the list Big goes Lee, on and on. Lee. Big Lee. Oh man, we hey, so we have all the fraternities in there, but we understand that Masonry brought our rituals to our fraternity. Mm-hmm. So we understand what goes on. And this is what makes us true brothers because ain't nobody in the arguing about what organization we're in. We support each other. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that I tell lodges when I go in them. Learn to support each other, not only just at lodge meeting, but go and sit with a brother and go and talk to a brother and go and visit a brother. Know that brother's wife. Know his girlfriend. Know his his kids. Know all my kids. Know hey, past miles of grinds. Hey, then caught my kids. They be like, hey, man, y'all know him. Yeah, that's my uncle. It's past master grinds. Hey, that's my uncle grinds. My uncle Arthur. <clears throat> you know, probably one of the best fellas in the world. When you get a chance to meet someone, and I remember the first I, I met I met I met McDonald's one day. I <laughs> first started working there. I'm in drive through I pull around. Hi, Uncle Arthur. Hey, that's that's a that's a feeling. And, and I think the, I think Maria was with me the very first time, and, and she was like, "I don't remember her on the family tree." Who? <laughs> I said, "I said that's Keith, babe." And she like. Oh, <laughs> even 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 Nico's son, Nico. I, I ain't gonna lie. I feel some type of way about Nico's son. <laughs> Nico's hey, son, Sean, my dude, man. Hey, hey, That's Sean's my so dude, smooth, man. man. Sean just smooth, baby. He come in the house. He be like, "Hey, can I speak? I want to. I want to spend time with Miss Maria. Hold on, bro. That's my wife." <laughs> <laughs> what we not gonna do, Sean? I know you a little light skin, bro. You is not about to take my wife from me, bro. Like he come in, hey. Hey, Sean come in the house and be so smooth with it. And then next thing I know, I'm like, where y'all going? Are we going to the store? We? Sean to talk you in the air thing. The nice part is I'll feed him before we leave. 
You don't want nothing. Don't look at nothing. Don't ask for nothing. Sean like all the snacks. All the snacks. I experienced that because brother Randy. Mm-hmm. My kids, they know him very well. You yeah, hell, Randy. Randy got I don't know, know if it's his kid well. or if it's niece or nephew or something. Was one of my students. She came up to me. She she like my uncle Randy say you a good brother, and I immediately you know when somebody say good brother, I'm like oh okay, and so I immediately <laughs> was like I know exactly who you talking about. You know, but that, that's a that's a that's mm-hmm. a beautiful feeling. Yeah. And, and it's the same thing. I know last time we didn't get a chance to talk about the sisters, and we don't have no sisters here. But it's a lot like that for them. You know, John and I are, have, have the privilege of being Eastern stars as well. You know, we have the privilege of having served. I am a past patron of New Hope 56 as well as a past patron of New Hope of Corinthian chapter number 9. I served both of those uh, chapters. And John is, you the current? Past patron, yeah, he the past um, patron of Corinthian number nine, and being able to see what OES has uh, offered, you know, we've been able to to, to build, you know, because at one point in time, Jake Gaston and C nine, like we were putting all of our friends and sisters and wives and all them in that chapter, in that chapter, yeah, and so we were spending a lot of time with them. There was that was about a good four years where we didn't do any do an event without them, you know. And it's the of course times change and bonds get different and new people come in and we may not knowing it. But even right now, we got Berlin and Chantel married. Mm-hmm. We got uh Brad and Angie, brother and sister. That's that's in that that's right, that's, 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 that's the that bond. bond in our, you yeah. know, we have those bonds with OES and, and to any woman that's interested in Order Eastern Star, I'm gonna tell you right now, it's um it's a good decision. Find you a good chapter, and and, and I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna be 100 real. Don't be afraid to admit if that chapter ain't for you. Yeah. If you get a if you join a chapter and you like, yeah, this ain't for me. I can't rock with these women or this age group. Find a chapter that you can rock with. But you know what, Pat? A lot of people don't understand what the admit is. If it don't fit you. Find something like you said you know, Johnny that Cochran fits said, if you. If it don't fit, you must quit. You must quit. <laughs> so sometimes, sometimes even if you in that chapter or lodge, <laughs> and it don't, and it don't, and it don't fit, don't don't Wiley, go back going on, and yes, and and leave yes, because this is a great order, <laughs> and and the retention is so low hey, hey, because people leave because oh well I, I told you I don't like CJ, them. Man. Well, find somebody that you can go to. Or talk. Uh, matter of fact, go through protocol. Find your deputies mm-hmm. on both sides mm-hmm. that could possibly put you with a chapter or a lodge that you can possibly fit in. Don't just leave the order. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're finding a lot of with our retention program, trying to get guys coming in that don't know nothing about masonry. And you like, keep them. No, go through your roster. Yeah, yeah. Find out why Sister Mary is not coming. Find out why Sister Jones ain't coming. Find out why Brother Roberts ain't coming. Because it's something that happened in that lodge or that chapter that's keeping them away from there. Mm-hmm. You know, we've had a brother who, uh, and this was some years ago. He was like, yeah, man, uh, yeah, so-and-so brother owed me $5. I said, well, brother, are you aware that brother deceased? So now what's your excuse? So you you, mm-hmm. you get people, 10 years ago, I loaned you $5, and I'm mad at you because you ain't gave my $5 back. So I just quit coming. Yep. That's not a reason to stop coming. It's a reason 
to build what you have to build on and keep moving. And trust me, being a deputy going in some of these lodges, man, you you sit there. I, up, I, I got like aspirin in my hand like Skittles. Because <laughs> the stories that are going up, you're like, bro, for real? Like, what people fail to realize is this. Masonry is still an organization. Yes, it is. And you argue with your brothers. With your brothers. Like, yeah. you argue with your blood brothers. Right. So, Masonry is still an organization. So, people have walked away or stopped being active. But when I start looking at Masonry, John wasn't next to me when I took that oath on the obligation on the Holy Bible. Right. So, what John do with Masonry don't have nothing to do with me. My own cable toes. Personal journey, baby. They didn't have nothing to do with me. It's a personal journey. You know, and, and so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, when it's, a, it's your personal journey. Nobody should maybe, to, to, you know, nobody can make you walk away from something. Exactly. And so when I look at my own so, personal journey, it's my choice to be in Jake Gaston. It's my choice to pay dues. It's my choice to be active. And when people tell me, they start giving me all these excuses of why you're not active or, oh, man, I this, that, and the other. Life happened. Brother, guess what? Life happened to Life everybody. happens to everybody. 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 So you you made it not important. Yes. Yep. And if you really yeah. wasn't happy, I, you know, I demitted to Jake Gaston. I wasn't raised in Jake Gaston. And, it, you know, it's one of those things. That's why we have the rituals that we have. For the brothers who didn't get, who weren't raised in Jay Gaston, we have a ritual for you <laughs> to come when you Yes, come we do. <laughs> we have a ritual for you to make you feel welcome. Yeah, yes, hey, you brother do. Brown, I, I saw you said you wanted to visit. Just know that ritual. That, you know, if you come, that that ritual is for you too. Yes, sir. You know, but it, it, it makes you feel like you at home. No lodge. If you in a lodge and you don't feel like you at home, if you don't feel like you know these guys. Then you're failing masonry. You failing yourself. Exactly, mm-hmm. because you failing yourself. When Nico came in, I was worshipful master. I was also the head of school of instruction, and it was my job. I spent many a nights not just talking masonry to them, just talking, "Who are you? Just life. Why are you here? Just life. Exactly. Right. Because the one thing I love about Jake Gaston, we got it. We run the gambit when it comes to what type of brothers we got. You got every. You got the brothers in our lodge. Who can teach your kids? We got brothers in the lodge who will fix your house for you. Every part of it, from the roof to the underground. Yes, sir. Look out for that. We coming. You know, JG Holmes. You know, and and that's that's the thing. Brothers do plenty of things. I I can look up and be like, man, I got a party, man, and it's it's not affiliated with the lodge. I need a bartender. Got a whole bartender right there. You make things happen. Make it happen. Like. When I first came in, I started, I was in my bed one night. I went on the, the Moark page. Mm-hmm. I started scrolling through pictures, see what y'all did before I came across the skate party. Read the whole flyer. I instantly put a message out. I was like, I can tell y'all why this fit or why it didn't do as good as y'all wanted it to do. If we do it this way, this is the outcome. Mm-hmm. And just like like you were saying earlier, we didn't have $300, $400 we had to put in, but our return on it. And the crazy part is our return didn't even get to where it should have been all due to another actual skate party being that weekend and just me overthinking that part. But when you properly play, you got so many people. When you got, we got John at any time, you gonna, he going to give you a full rundown of what we need to do. We out here, we got Andre. 
with the, with the now Andre will come and fix your door, install your cable. And yeah. fix your yeah. car. Look, all before you leave in an hour. An hour's time spent. And that, fix your that's car. That's the beauty of it. It's been plenty of times where I'll pop a nail in my tire. I don't really got the money right now to buy one, but I know I can fix this. I'll just like, Andre, I know you got everything. He's like, uh, you at home? Yeah. All right, give me 30 minutes. I live across the water. It's only a couple of us that live across the water. Right. Andre right. instantly, but before I know it, he in my driveway, lifting up my car, finish fix my tire for me. So it's just that that dope bond, mm-hmm. and it's not just within mm-hmm. my cable toes. It was, and my other cable toes through the district could see that, mm-hmm. because the one thing that was reiterated to us was, watch how the other people in the district during your your, your district cable toes, how they are compared to you and your cable toes you go through your JG um, classes with, and it was complete difference. It was a complete difference from beginning. To the end, we was more tight knit. Our information was more together. Once we got to the point where we were teaching them, I was like, "Damn, I can see the." F- no, I ain't even gonna say flaws of the way they was learning, but I could see it wasn't instilled well in them in the same manner. I, and, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna say this because I you know having been a district school of instruction uh, instructor at one time, the district is handicapped. The district is handcuffed. If this brother coming in Mason, I could say all day, learn this, learn this, learn this. If he don't learn it, and I say you can't go through, and then his sponsor come in and say he going through, keep going yeah, through. And unfortunately, brother said all the joy worked him. I bet it did. It worked everybody. Look, also, man, when I figured out what that shit was, hey, man, hey, it brings joy from the deepest of places. Deep down in your spirit, I looked up. It was like a meme. I looked up. I was like, man, y'all know what these niggas gave us. Hey, all this coming, all this coming from the. From the from the host of the show who skated overseas. Look, yeah. <laughs> dude, dude, hey, skated on, hey, cruise, skated on the cruise, hey, and had everybody looking at him while he was on. Hey, we just made a circle, let him skate. They're like, we "Oh, you skating?" We floated across the ocean. <laughs> I'm, on the hey, top I'm gonna tell you right now, <laughs> it, it's so much stuff. Like, I, I I wasn't even gonna say nothing, but I, I think we, you know, Junior Warden here, and you know, I think we really need to go ahead and just let people know. The pandemic didn't stop us. All it did was put us in the lab. No, it just made us better. And I'm telling you it right now. It made us better, baby. I'm telling you right now. It made us better. Y'all already seen we posted the fall sneaker ball, so y'all need to make sure y'all get them tickets. Get tickets. Go to Eventbrite. Type in fall sneaker ball. Go to the uh, Moark Goodfellas page. Make sure you get your tickets for that. But I wish for Master want to go international again. <laughs> I wish for Master want to take us across the waters. 2022. 2022, man. Let's get it ready. All I want to know is, hey, do you like your yellow, <laughs> your black, and your green? Well, if you don't know, if you don't know what I'm talking about, you ain't ready to go. You ain't ready. You ain't ready to go. If you don't know what I'm talking about, hey, I'm just telling you, it's some being in the lab, seeing what Jay Gaston do, and the lineup that we got. The lineup that we got. Do you? Have, I remember at one time, Keith, and, and, and these brothers won't know. It's really just me and you right here. <laughs> I remember at one point in time, we were scared to see what our future looked like. Yeah. Because we started looking up, and we're like, man, we ain't got that many brothers that can really take Jay They can take us to do what we need you know, to do. And continue to make yeah. this money and do all that. But now? It's dangerous. Ooh. It's dangerous. We got a pipeline. Yeah, right. hey. Yes, we hey, do. Hey, tell them about the yes, sneaker ball, brother. Because <laughs> they got to get these tickets. <laughs> 
All right, the fall sneaker ball is coming up Labor Day Sunday. If you are not planning anything, and this is the reason why we decided to execute this when we did, is so that you have time to get your tickets. They are $50, and when you find out where we're having it. It's Labor Day weekend. It's Labor Day Sunday. It's going to be well worth it. Uh, we will literally roll out the red carpet for you. We will serve you dinner. There will be an open bar. We will have uh, DJ uh, Divine Siles, who will be spinning on the ones and twos. Uh, we are coming out dressed. More than likely, I'm trying to convince my lodge that we dress in white jackets and black uh, pants. Put on sneakers. And hey, put on, on sneakers. Hey, hold on. I'm just saying, if y'all not, if we not wearing, we got to wear some 11s with that. You know what I'm saying? Hey, look. Hey, look. Hey, look. Brother Junior Warren, I got a dope suit that I got with some shoes that's going to hey, be hey, off the that. chain. Rock that. I'm coming old school. But here's the thing, though. When these tickets are sold out, they are sold out. Tell them one more time. When these tickets are sold out, they're sold out. Don't call us asking. How many you got? Address. How many you got out? My ticket, Dad. Uh, <laughs> we have 150 tickets that are, uh, the flyer says they go on sale on the 4th, but they're actually on sale right now. Yeah. Go to eventbrite.com, type in Labor Day, uh, fall sneaker ball, it will pop right up. Get your tickets today because we will sell this out and it will sell out before the end of this month. I guarantee it. Y'all heard it. Y'all heard it. Y'all heard it. Y'all heard it here first. So and, look, and, and, and and if I don't think, I think my past master grounds is trying to do a HBCU trip man. somewhere. So, so that's coming. So let me let me so, tell y'all. So that, that's coming. So y'all know I love my historically black colleges <laughs> and universities. And, um, you know, I travel to games and that's a passion of mine. And my great institution, Tennessee State University, we got a new head football coach. His name is Eddie George. He just happened to be a Heisman Trophy winner. Five Rated Sigma. You know, uh, he's a, I thought five he was Five Rated Sigma. No. Five Rated Sigma, baby. Five Rated Sigma. But 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 on top of that, on top of all of that, right, <laughs> we playing Jackson State University. Ooh. And y'all know who their head coach mm. is. Coach Prime. Prime time. Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders. So, Memphis – Tennessee, September 11th is going down. Look for the flyer bus trip. Week after the going down. Just have a whole good week with us. I'm just saying, have a whole good week. Y'all come on and do your thing. How we do things. Shots given on the bus and everything. Hey, if you have never been on the bus with us, that is the worst thing to do. Don't don't get on the bus with us, and and you ain't eight. Don't take nothing from our words from us. Don't take exactly. Don't take nothing from our words from us. From hell. And you sleep the whole trip. He banned. He banned. New Orleans. No, oh. no, yo, um, my engagement party. Your engagement party. Oh. First of all, I ain't never been that messed up the next day for that long. It was seven o'clock in the, the evening, and I'm like, bro, come on. Like, I don't like the feeling. I'm like, listen, I've been, I've been smoking, I've been drinking since, since good college days. There's no reason I should have this type of feeling for damn near 24 hours. Hey. I told you what happened to Maria at the New Year's Eve party, right? <laughs> hey, New Year's Eve party, her, her and her lying sister then took some, uh, they, did, they did, ate a cookie. Mm. Now, they did, ate a cookie. They think everything's good. It was one of them really cold, really cold New Year's Eve. Like, we talking about four degrees outside. My wife had on, like, a sheer outfit and stuff. I was like, you showing out already. You know what I'm saying? I look up. I'm like, man, where's she at? She outside. It's four degrees outside. She got a sheer, sheer shirt on. She outside. She's like, I'm hot. She need one of her own cookies. <laughs> Man, I told her, I said, hey, 
I said, did you eat the whole cookie? She's like, yeah. I said, no. <laughs> no. That's a three-day so trip, bro. That's a three-day trip. <laughs> So that's a first, hey, I don't man, hey, hell, I walked up to the party, me and Kobe outside just talking, and if I walked past me with a big tray, he's like, Oh yeah, y'all just bring these in the building. I'm like, first thing I did, I said, Well, where we can get these people walking in the building? So I was like, Well, clearly you must want me to eat one of these or something. <laughs> we opened it up, it's a whole pile. So I done ate two before I made it inside. Then I just got about two more BMA, some type of infused drink. And I had all other drinks. By the time I got home that night, I was just sitting there in the living room like, bro. Hey, hey, li- hey, looking at every fly that flew in your eye. Hey, and, hey, talking to him. Hey, I, I took a half a bite off a cookie and went to a party. <laughs> Brother, I heard every conversation. I heard every conversation that was going on in the place. I told Vern, I'm suing you, man. No, yeah, Vern just you, know, you know what happened to me that one time in Oz meeting? He did, hey, yeah, the, he did, remember he ate that cookie at Lodge Reed? No, oh, it wasn't a cookie, it was a, uh, a gummy? It was a, no, it was a red velvet little, little cookie oh, thing. Oh, my God. Man, I, red velvet cookies is I, off the I, chain, The brother. terrible thing about it was that I ate it, I'm like, man, this thing tastes different. But, you know, I was hungry already, so I just went ahead and ate it. Man, about 20 minutes later, I'm looking around at everybody, I'm like, man, something don't feel like right. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you ever see those TV shows or those movies where it's a person that's in a dream sequence and what's in front of them is clear, but everything around them is hazy? <laughs> that was me. I was like, man, what the hell is he said, hey, cuz, man, hey, you know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, my face, hey, man, you know, my face, something, man, you know, it, it's got weed in it. I'm like, dude, man, if I'd have known, I'd never ate this shit. Man. Like, look at your smile. Right. Yeah. Hey, hey hold on. He hit me with. He hit me with. We don't eat our stuff, man. I said, dude, what the hell is yeah. you giving it out for then? Man. You don't even try it? <laughs> you know, it's back. He sent me to Atlanta or something. Oh. I went and bought some. I said, well, let, let me get a 12-pack. I'm going to Atlanta for a skate party by myself. So I go buy it, and someone's like, I'm driving. I was like, man, I'm going to eat one of these. I did it in Nashville, right? And it was like a little, maybe 30, 40 minutes before I had to go down the mountain. Mm-hmm. It kicked in right before it <laughs> I'm on the phone with a brother that skate that was going to meet me there. I'm like, hey, bro, I got to really hang up the phone and call you back. I'm sitting there driving. I got to concentrate. Look, it started raining. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, this is going to be the I'm like, I got to tell JG I ain't coming back. I'm not going to make it. It's coming down this mountain, 60, 70 miles. And I'm like, I shouldn't have never. Man. man, in this car, you? you know we 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 have nothing. nothing. We have fun, and that, that's the that's the beauty in it, man. We have fun, and, and I that's one thing I love about this lodge. Did man. you talk about the winery trips, man? You know what? I miss the winery trips, man. Because honestly, there are some people right now who have, who would be like, hey, they'll get on the bus with a mask. They don't care as long as it's our winery trip. They going. Yes. yes. Once again, shouldn't have ate that cookie <laughs> on the bus. I was too messed up by the time we made it to the winery. I'm like, I've been on here for an hour or something. Hey. Y'all got a brother. It was so hot out there. Y'all got a cue that owned two buses. I don't know who he is, but we'll they're they over on the Napa lot over off of Broadway. He got two beautiful white buses. I know you're cute because one of them got the frame plate on Mega Sci-Fi on there. Yeah, we need we need that. And we'll I don't know. And he, they've been they've been there, so we need his info so we can utilize. Yeah. Make it happen. Yes. You know, so I I don't know if anybody had any. I know everybody laughing at. Do we have any questions about this? <laughs> <laughs> we ain't never get there. So I got one because y'all. And what made y'all want to be a part 
of you know the order of the Eastern Star, what do you feel stops a lot of brothers from wanting to join? You want not, to answer this? Or uh, not, I, not knowing. I would <laughs> say I would say uh, there are a lot of misconceptions because first of all, with masonry in general and, and and Eastern Star, you know a lot of us grew up seeing a lot of older people yeah. who are involved in the organization, and so that really kind of repelled a lot of. Uh, younger people from joining, but what people don't understand is, is that those folks joined when they were young. Yes, they, they just did. grew up in it. Yes, they did. And they stayed with it. Uh, I think one of the other misconceptions is that people don't know what we do. So I think, you know, as Jay Gaston, you know, we try to make a conscious effort and, and are very intentional about the things that we do so that people do see what we do. Corinthian number nine, they do see what we do. In terms of uh, going out feeding the homeless, uh, doing coat drives, and those sorts of things, we do uh, 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 the Christmas, the uh, Dr. Christmas uh, family, which is one of the reasons why we're doing this uh, sneaker ball to raise funds so that we can adopt more families and buy for the less fortunate. So there's a purpose to everything that we do, not just to have fun. We are here for a purpose, but the common misconception is that it's just for older people, and that's just not true. And our lodge is a perfect example of that. What, what would you say the but age you, range is? If we, if we, if we, if we did not include uh, past master Marcus Moore, who was 84 <laughs> years young, the average age of the lodge is about 40. Probably, probably about 40. About 40. Yeah. About 40. Uh, yeah. Ricky, Ricky, yeah. 20, Ricky about 29. about 29. No, I, Nick. No, Nick is the youngest. Nick, Nick 26, yeah. 27. Yeah, Nick, Nick is probably about like 28. 20, no, so, I came in at 29. So we, we're about, we're about Nick, Nick 30-ish is, on up. Nick's right, so young, yeah. I taught him in high school. Yeah. So, again, <laughs> so that, that's how young Nick is. But it we we have, we do have some younger members, you know. And, and we have that those late 20s, early 30 brothers who is – it's different from most lodges. I got raised when I was like 25, 26. Yeah, and so it, it's one of those things where I grew up in the order. I've been there in 12 years now. You know, that that's the the beauty in getting getting into something and, and growing with the organization. Right. So you see people, they be like, man, they all old. No, nah, man, we joined when we young. We used to kick it, but we don't kick it no more because we old. Like, But we get, we still bringing in younger brothers. Yes. Right. You know, um, I think for OES uh, or even the order, what 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 scares I think women about OES is that how old school it is in terms of the wearing the all white the dresses and all that. Um, but I think they have to understand there was a lot of black men who were scared of wearing black suits before they joined this. Yes, it was. You know. I don't, hell, to be honest, I didn't have a black suit before I became a Mason. Man, but it'll make you get one. <laughs> but it made me get one. Yes, it did. And, you know, and, and and truly, it was one of those things. It's an honor to wear that suit. Every time yeah. I put that suit on, it's an honor. Super hey, but if you're a Mason and you only got one black suit, you don't plan on being there too long. <laughs> right. You better go get about five or six of them. Because yeah. it's going to be a time that you're going to wear at least two in one week's time because of the things that we've done. <laughs> you go to grand session. And, and there is a certain dignity in a man wearing a suit, especially a black man wearing a suit. When we do parades mm-hmm. and, and public displays, people come outside of their houses to see uh, to see what we're doing yeah. because that's not an image that we have portrayed enough. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. just to be a mason has taught a lot of young guys not only to, one, own a suit, but two, how to wear one. Yeah. Yeah. And to keep it polished and to keep it looking good because you command respect 
when you are presenting yourself in a professional manner, which is another thing that we do and that uh, that we try to perpetuate. But one 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 thing that you said that that I'm going to, you know, you you were saying that we 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 do a lot of things and and what people don't understand, we do have meetings. Mm. They they look at the. We, we do go out in the community. We do our community service. But you also have to have meetings in order to function to do what we need to do. So it's not just about the parties. It's not about just going out feeding the homeless. It's not about those are things that have to be planned mm-hmm. in order to make those successful. We don't just say, hey, everybody just do a pan of chili. We're going to go out and feed the homeless. No, you got to do the protocol of what's going on. So you have to have a meeting. And and normally when we go as past masters to an investigation, the first thing we ask them, how do you feel about meetings? Because if you if you work in a job, you got to go to meetings at your job in order to understand how to work this machine. Mm-hmm. So if I miss this meeting and I come in and press this button and I chop my finger off, do I sue the company? Because I'm not qualified to press that button. So a lot of people don't understand what we do as far as they say, oh, man, I see y'all. I, I want to come in. Why? Because we're having a picnic? Because we had to plan this picnic. Yeah. It's things that we have to do. So sometimes you, when brothers sit there and they see us at a meeting, they're like, oh, man, I didn't sign up for this part. No, bro, you signed up for everything. We have to plan this in order for it to be. You, you can't plan to sneak a ball if we don't sit down and put the numbers together. Sure. We, can't, mm-hmm. we can't plan to go to an HBCU if we don't understand what it's going to cost for us to get the bus and the tickets and the hotel. Mm-hmm. We, can't, we can't come on this show and say, hey, well, let's just show up. No, this brother has, he has sponsors. He has people he has an answer to. So you have to understand that the business part of it, and that's why I tell a lot of people, it's a business as well as a organization, so you have to understand what's going on in order to move forward. So that that's the, that's a good thing about and, and, it. And you can come in and learn those types of things. You can learn. Yeah, how yes, to, you can. How to conduct business, especially if you're a younger person or even an older person who's never, you know, done things like this before. It teaches you teamwork. It teaches you planning. It teaches you budgeting. It teaches you cost benefit analysis. You may have to make some changes midstream in order mm-hmm. for for you know that project to work. So you can learn those types of skills, which, by the way, are transferable in the workplace. Yes, it is. But that's the that's the whole point of the ritual. When you start living the ritual, you'll start understanding things clearer. That, that, it's funny you say that because when I when I when brothers asked me, they were like, "Well, what's masonry? You got to work. You got to be a workman in the temple. And if you don't know how to be a workman in the temple, you can't lead if you've never learned to follow." Right. You know, that's a, that's the thing that destroys, in my opinion, some lodges, some OES chapters. When you get people who are so hungry for leadership. Can you say that one more time? Can you say that one more time? They're going to have to rewind. Can, can you say that one more time? <laughs> because, see, it, I, you know, <laughs> if you get to that point in your search of masonry and you say, I'm ready to lead masonry. I realize it. You hungry for the work? You hungry for the one position in the seat that has no power in the whole lodge that has no power? Yes. That's the biggest shock when somebody become master of a lodge or worthy matron or worthy patron of a ch- OES chapter. You ain't got no power. You don't have no power. This you work here, for the craft. This here. That's your power. This is the only power you that's got. It. And guess it. what? It don't have as much power that's as you think. At the wheel of the craft. You yes. at the wheel of the craft. Yes. The wheel of the craft. Yes. Disagree. That gavel don't change. You just tell us when to get up. 
Right. But you know what's crazy? Being a history teacher, I have told people all the time. Every kid said, I want to be president of the United States. I remember when Barack Obama was president and everybody in the hood said, he's going to change the hood. No, he's not. No. <laughs> you he's have a, to change you the gotta hood. you got to change the hood. Guess what? The president is the most powerless seat in the world. Yes, it is. But what, what do we call it? The leader of the free world. It's the most powerless seat. The, think about it. It wasn't until Barack Obama, all of a sudden, we we they like, oh, my God, he's using executive orders. Think about it. Executive orders really don't have that much power in them either. Really. Exactly. Gas went down. Barack, my nigga. Hey. <laughs> and so when you were in the when you were in that head seat, yeah. when you were in the head seat, you are serving of your craft. And if you are not a servant of your craft as a leader, you had to know how to when I was senior deacon in the lodge, man, that's that was the best seat in the house. The senior deacon in the lodge was the best seat. Why? Because in my mind and in my lodge, that meant I was over instruction. That meant I was over instruction of candidates. Mm-hmm. As worshipful master, the only thing I got the benefit of, hey, I get to give lectures, and I'm long winded. <laughs> that, that was the only. That was the only plus. And, and you had and you had some good past masters. And I had some great past masters. <laughs> and I couldn't wait to join the past master corps because I remember what it was like when we only had one or two past masters. Yes. Yes. I remember Jake Gaston when the only past masters at meeting was Marcus and Keith. And then, you know, Lamont had Lamont had his business. So Lamont, when Lamont came, hey, you knew that was like, oh, snap. You better know your stuff because when Lamont comes, come in with the money box. Yes, yes sir. And if yes, you sir. mess, hey, that's the worst thing in the world to, to say you a proficient in masonry and you get up there and you mess up your line that you've been saying for six months. But because Lamont there with the money box, he got, hey, uh, Brother Grimes, just so you know, you owe me five dollars. <laughs> You skipped a the, a uh. Made you go and home you and open that book back up, didn't you? <laughs> right. He's like, and you stuttered through this part. You owe me five dollars. Like, man, but I, I know my stuff. You didn't prove it. You didn't prove it. You didn't prove it that day. You but know, that, and that but that's important. the greatness of our lives mm-hmm. because ain't nobody mad. Nope. Because we we make you open that book. We make you study that. And that's why I tell these lodges, it's not just about just showing up to your meetings. You have to. It's got to be a camaraderie. Have a repass because every time we had that money box at the end of the year, we break it open. We have us a repass at the, at the elections, and we laugh because next year, you better come in and know that seat. You had one week. That first meeting, yeah, you can read out that book. That second meeting, it's on and popping. Yep. So you better, hey, you better be studying and studying and studying. And it's not just, you know, like I tell people, don't jump in them seats early. Because you think you should be there. We came in with that listening ear. Mm-hmm. Sometimes somebody sit there yeah. and tell you, sit back, man. This, it ain't your time. No, I'm ready. I'm ready. And then you get there, and it's a destruction. It's a destruction. I avoided the junior ward seat for five years. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. I said, nope, I'm not ready. I got things with you know my family I need to focus mm-hmm. on because I knew it was going to consume a lot of time. And then when the time finally came up, all right, yeah, I, I, I go ahead and do it because it's. But now I'm committed. But to you dance. said it. You said, "Let me put my girls through school, yeah. and then I'm coming." And right. that's what you did. You put them through school, yeah. and you go get them. But oh, you yeah. got a position, so I got, and you're I got, doing your thing. I got a question because I, I realize I got three three master masons here, and then I got three brothers who have ascended to other other degrees. What made you join other houses in masonry? What made you go look? past the third degree. Hmm. 
Well, I, I would look at it like this. I would say it's, it's kind of like graduating from high school. There's more information and more learning that you have out there that's available to you if you want to take it because nobody requires you to go to college. Mm -hmm. All of this is by choice. Mm -hmm. And so for me personally, it was, a, it was a chance for me to delve a lot more deeper into masonry than I ordinarily would have. Uh, oftentimes I get asked the question, I said, hey, you know, uh, yeah, which one do you like better? Do you like, uh, you know, your frat better? Do you like masonry better? I said, to me, they're like children that you both, that you love, but there's different things about them that you love. But if your fraternity, whether it's Omega, Kappa, Iota, whatever it is, I said, if, if, if that fraternity is representative by an encyclopedia, masonry is the Library of Congress. <laughs> there's so much more in it Right. Than you can possibly imagine. Right, right. And 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 the other thing is that um, you know going to different houses helps you see masonry in a different in a different perspective. Yes, it does. You know, it, it, it reveals things to you that you know maybe those first three degrees did not, and it helps you actually understand the first three degrees that you took. Mm -hmm. No matter which side you go to, and if those of you who don't understand what I'm saying, you know, become a mason, you'll find out. But I, but I tell <laughs> I tell people I tell people. To take your time. Mm -hmm. Don't jump in them houses just because you want everything across the back of your window. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it take a while for you to even understand the three degrees mm -hmm. before you jump to them seven, to them 30, to that 33rd. Mm -hmm. So you, you get a lot of guys, oh, man, I'm going to go in, I'm going to hit it, hit it, hit it, hit it. And you can't give me one password. You can't give me one mm -hmm. grip. You can't give me nothing because you rushed the system. And if, you, if you're doing it in masonry, you're doing it in your life. Mm -hmm. And then you're trying to figure out why I'm not getting what I'm supposed to get. Well, you rushed it. Mm -hmm. you, you, have, you have to, like, like you said, when I became a third-degree mason, I studied. And I said, man, I want to I be the best brother that I can be. Not looking for no positions and nothing. Right. I, I, I just want to be the best brother. So every, I, I, it got to the point, you, you remember Rolling Square? Mm -hmm. I would go to funerals. Never been to a funeral and say, hey, I want you to be the the, the chaplain. Said, what? He said, I know you can pray. I know your daddy. Mm -hmm. At my first funeral, I was standing there. Didn't know the prayer out the book, but just praying. And, and, right. and, and every time we did a, a funeral and it wasn't a chaplain there, Rolling Square said, he, he, was a, he was district deputy. He said, Jefferson to pray. I said, man, why you keep putting me up? He said, because I know what you can do. So, at that time, you got brothers already pointing you out saying, I know what he can do. I know what he can do. Put him over there. And these was lodges that didn't have the brothers that needed to do what needed to be done. But you, you've you been to a funeral. We're we going to piece it together to make, John, you, you be this, you be that, you be that. And that's how it was. So with him, it was more of, I know what you can do. So I tell brothers, don't jump in these houses just so you can have this light on. There. Understand what you're going into. Because once you leave that once you leave that, that that three degrees that you got and you jump into the next houses, understand what you're going into. Like you said, sometimes going into this house makes me understand a little bit better about this one. Yeah. But don't don't get them just because you oh, man, I got all them lights across there. If you're, if you're a true Mason, you're only going to have two or three lights on your car, and that's going to tell the whole story for you. Because yeah. if I got the, the main ones, everybody going to know, oh, hell, he's a 30-30. He don't need nothing else on there. But if I got 25 lights across there 
And I just picked one. I said, give me the password to that. Well, give me on. a couple of days for that. That wasn't me, though. No, nah, that wasn't you. <laughs> good, good. Hey, hey, you're I'm an right. educator, though. You know, That's a difference. Yeah. But I, guys who just putting it on there right. who can't tell you about that because they just, oh, I got all 30 of them. Well, brother, give me number five. You know, give me number eight. He can't tell you. So mm-hmm. that's the difference with you. You're an educator. You so know, guess what? That that's important. your study. Everybody I know who came to the school said, Arthur Grimes, your brother. I said, you going to the, you going up to the school? Yeah. I said, oh, I'm about to call, make a phone call. He'll call me back and say, man, this dude ain't doing this and that. I said, you know I'm going to tell your mama on you, right? <laughs> <laughs> and and that, that's the beauty of this because – he going to look out for that person that I call him and say, hey, get on his head. Make sure he's doing his homework. Make sure he's doing this. So that's that's the beauty of it. being an educator. You understand what goes into this. And ritualistic work has never been a problem for you. Right. Hell, you've been, a, you've been a, the head guy over in Iota Phi Theta. You brought in more guys. And the first thing when I see Iota, I say, hey, man, you know what the grind. If they say no, brother, you ain't made. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's just the Arthur Grimes I know. You know, it's. I would tell every master mason, your the beauty in masonry is the unknown, right? You was raised. We gave you a story. We gave you working tools. We told you all these things. You went to your first lodge meeting, and they told you we didn't give you everything. We told you at your first lodge meeting that we didn't give you everything. So for me as a master mason, when I first went there, meeting there, and they said, we gave you a substitute. Wait, what? Because I know what substitute means. <laughs> Not the think real about, one. When you go, think about the high school when they say a substitute. You was like, free day. <laughs> so if, if, if you tell me I got a substitute, then I need to find the real. And that's what made me interested in going to look in the other houses. And, you know, Royal Arch was truly the most fulfilling house to me. It it, it was truly the most fulfilling house. Now, don't get me wrong. I had my fun in the shrine. I'm in the consistory. I'm a nice Templar. I'm royal and select master. I did those things. And don't get me wrong. They all give you more interesting things to tie in, but they help you understand the first three more. You know, and that was also the difference, like John said, in how I view masonry compared to my fraternity I had I've been a regional officer for, for my frat I've done that I, I, I hell I just ended my term as state director back in April you know Manny will tell you in Iota I, I've done everything but one thing about when I crossed the burning sands in Iota that was all Iota could teach me that was it the only thing I, I was I could get after that was brothers Telling me old stories. You know, old head. Hey, man, I remember back in the day we used to do this and this is how it was before we was in the pan and all that. That's cool. But Masonry was like, hey, you're a brother now. You can wear that emblem. You can protect yourself with that emblem. There's something more. And the fact that there was more that I could go get ritualistically, that you was going to have to blindfold me again. You was going to have to I was going to have to put my trust in God like you asked me in the beginning. <laughs> and I was going to have to go through this things that we went through. Mm-hmm. And somebody was like, hey, not everybody knows this. I was like, damn, that's cold. I, I got to know that. more. I got to know more of that. 
And one thing they they don't tell you is that those degrees pick up where the other ones left off. Yes, they do. So when you start, yes, when you do. like, man, I, that was a dope. That was a dope lesson. And then somebody tell you, hey, you know that lesson ain't over. We just stopped you. That lesson not over. Until so, you're ready. And when you're ready, you can pick up from where that lesson <laughs> left off and take you to another step. And they're gonna stop you when they giving you when they when they feel you've gotten enough. They're gonna be like, all right, learn all this. Apply this to this. And guess what? It's more after that. That's the dopest thing about Mason. And when you and when you and uh not to cut you off, uh-huh. Pat, but when you think about it, it, it's almost like when you're going through college. Mm-hmm. You have a curriculum. You have a, a certain degree that you're trying to attain. Well, you're not just going to walk in and they're just going to give you a degree. You have to go through those classes. Uh-huh. Yes, you, you have to prove proficiency in each of those classes before you can get the next bit of information. And once you have completed all of that information, then you are conferred a degree of bachelor's, master's, uh, master's or what have you. And, and the thing that I love about the masonry is that there's no limit really to what you can learn. There's always something new that you can learn, and there are degrees that are conferred upon you for showing proficiency and a desire to learn. So, again, you can relate this to life. Really, you can. I, I do got one, one last thing as an educator. I'm going to tell you, for those, for those men that are interested in masonry, and you're like, man, I don't even know where to start. I'm not sure what, where, where, you know, who do I reach out to? Hi, how you doing? My name's Arthur. My friends call me AD. If you want to reach out to me, hey, feel free. But there, masonry is everywhere. American history, whether it be from a European perspective, whether it be a African American perspective, it is full of masonry. It is full of masonry. Whether you realize it or not, if you go back to your history class in high school, you learned masonry. You saw masonry in your textbook. You went to church. If you went to church, you the Bible. Mm-hmm. Masonry. It's in, the, it's in the church. Guess what? If you are, if you a preacher's kid, or you have grown up in the church, you learn masonry. Hey, your, pastor your, pastor your, your pastor might be a mason. Your pastor might be a mason. If you are in the military and you're like, man, I don't really know. Everything about masonry is military. <laughs> Everything <laughs> about masonry is military. Wait, I remember that first. That first, and all I hear is on your left. Hold on. Wait, hold on. Wait a minute. What's hey. going on? Why, why you think I? Why you think I call Cadence every time we was uh doing a degree? Hey. Thanks. Shout out to the U.S. Navy. You know, so if if you are truly interested in the craft, because trust me, as a black man, masonry does wonders for your spirit. It does wonders for your psyche, for your psyche, and and we talk about in, in this time of mental health when everybody's worried about mental health. Y'all, we getting gunned down in the streets, like for real. If we getting gunned down the streets, you got groups of brothers like this who are going to we just because we ain't marching in full Masonic regalia. We didn't do that in the sixties. We didn't <laughs> do that in the seventeen hundreds. We took our, we took our love for the craft and we took this emblem right here and put it internally and we made our moves that way that's why if you look at all those brothers who made all those moves from Prince Hall to now they were the same emblem we were Thurgood Marshall 
Martin Luther King. Hey, you can't. You can't. I don't think you can name people who, if they weren't Masons already, they were influenced by Masonry. There is no, there is no such thing as a Black Greek letter organization without Masonry. Bingo. Somebody's founder was up in there. That there is no Mason. Alpha Phi Alpha. There's no, hell, there's no Sigma Pi Phi. It's none of them. There's no none of them. None of them. No, there's no Elks. None of them. There's no Knights of Knights of Peter Claver for my Catholic people. There's none of that without Mason. Watch it. You're going to you like thrown out, you're gonna get yourself thrown out the church now. Hey, I, hey, you, I you're preaching to them. <laughs> you're preaching to them. But it's none of those things without Masonry. And so when you're looking at who we are and what this emblem represents, before you be like, well, they devil worshipers. Trust me. Who, worship, who worshiping the devil? Hey, there, <laughs> if you walk into a Masonic Lodge and there's no Bible there, then it ain't no Masonic hey, Lodge. Hey, leave. Well, if you walk into a Masonic <laughs> Lodge, you better be a Mason before you get there. Yeah, well, you hear me? Yeah. That's it. So, Brother Nico, I, I know we didn't talk a lot on your show. Oh, man, look, we done had a good time, y'all. <laughs> I hope everybody got some informative info. Shout out to your sister Campbell. I see you. Shout out to everybody that tuned in on everybody's lives tonight. Tell your husband you need to join this live. I said that once already. Hey, hey, brother Nico, can I say one thing, man? We got a brother, uh, Craig Jeffries, out there, Lone Star number two. Uh, He got a mentoring program. He's looking for bikes used, uh, slightly used. If you got them in your basement, man, reach out to me. I'll come get them. He has a mentor program from uh, kids from ages 6 to 16, I believe. Uh, and his first thing that he's going to do is have them uh, uh, disassemble the bike and put it back together during the program. And when they put it back together, it's going to be theirs at the end of the program. So oh. if anybody got any used bikes or any parts, seats, handlebars, all of that, please get with me. Uh, I am me, DM me, all that other good stuff. I'll come pick them up and I'll get them out to Brother Craig. Uh, he's also a, a great police officer out in, in the county. Uh, like I said, brother, great brother of uh, Lone Star number two. But this hey, is what yeah, we Alpha do. Two, huh? Yeah, Alpha Two. Man. Yes, he is a member of Alpha Phi Alpha fraternity. But this is what we do for all these people that don't understand, like you say, what Masonry is all about. Uh, this brother's putting uh, together a mentor program. And I'm quite sure if you're on Facebook, look him up. Because if you want your son to be a part of his program, look him up. And I'm quite sure he will get them signed up and all of that good stuff. But any used bikes, new bikes. Whatever that you got in your basement that you ain't using, please give me a call and I'll come get them. Thank you. I heard that, man. Support. Uh, you can reach out to him. Reach out to any one of us. We'll get you in contact with Depp. Uh, like I said, I appreciate y'all y'all for tuning in tonight. Make sure y'all tune in next week. Got two, two, got two rappers coming on. I got Stefan Urkel coming back on just to talk about an upcoming concert that I will actually be a part of. Since I was on one of his tracks randomly talking my good stuff. Yeah. So he's going to have me perform at Pops. Do it. I actually, I'm going to do another song with him. I'm trying, I'm trying to do mixtapes, all of that, whatever people want me to do. Uh, we got a rapper named Darian STL. He's been around for a little minute. Uh, used to be with uh, Tech Nine mm-hmm. and Strange. Uh, I think it's called Strange, Strange music. music. So yeah, yeah I watched the video of him on uh, Five Fingers of Death with Case uh, with Sway in the Morning. Right on, Brother Wallace. So I thought dude, you meant the Kung Fu movie. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> and then for my, for my old school viewers, I got actually in tune with a man named Sid Uncle Jams Johnson. Uh, he actually is in, he's in the is it the is it the Soul Hall of Fame? He actually also is a Grammy Award winner for oh, writing man. on We Belong Together with Mariah Carey. 
That's what's up. So he's going to do a virtual interview. I'll get that info to him. Make sure y'all tune in to that. All right, it's your boy Nico the Great, man. We're going to end it with this summer snow. Yeah. My guest in the building, Brother Fernando. <laughs> y'all know, man, he's a rapper. He's a poet. That's what's up, He got up, good man. bars, man. Yeah. So y'all always got to put your people on. Any chance you got them played this a few times on the show. So, boy, make sure y'all tune in. It's your boy Nico the Great, Ethnic Issue More, and we out. So crazy, and ain't no way you can save me. All the things I say wrong, nobody to put the blame on. I change the stations every day, and they just play the same songs. I'm tired, I feel wild like codeine. Last night I got bent up out of shape. Can you mold me? Okay, I get it. This time was the last time to be the first time. Cause the last time was the last time to be the first time. I be trying not to get caught up in the moment. You always tell me that it's mine. Then laugh when I say I own it. I'm done fucking with her ass. That's what I said last night. It gotta be something good about it. I fell in it twice. I'm lost is what I'm saying. The way out is what I'm praying. These hot and cold moments obscured the picture that I'm painting. Me making my mind up is something I never know is getting hot and cold. I've fallen into the Summer snow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. Is it hot or is it cold? Should I stay or should I go? It's hard to deal with these decisions. And I think she knows. Is it hot or is it cold? Should I stay or should I go? It's hard to deal with these decisions. And I think she knows. Is it hot or is it cold? Should I stay or should I go? It's hard to deal with these decisions. And I think she knows. At first, Everything was fine. Bright life in the sunshine. Did everything together. And all I needed was one time. And when I got it, oh boy, she fit the pocket. I carry her in my locket. I dare somebody to pop it. I could just love her for the rest of my life. Then again, you know the devil never been that much nice. She broke me down to some little cubes in the process of crushed ice. Never been the type, but I must admit, I blush twice. Killing all my feelings. I see the clips below her willing to get me out of here, but I can't distinguish what's most appealing. She got me going wrong. She got me doing wrong. Could it be the shit I feel I need is all up in her throne? The other chicks is just shots of alcohol, but with her I get brewed better. That's all. I guess it's something about it that really interests me. The summer snow temperature got me feeling so differently. Crazy, right? Is it hot or is it cold? Should I stay or should I go? It's hard to deal with these decisions, and I think she knows. Is it hot or is it cold? Should I stay or should I go? It's hard to deal with these decisions, and I think she knows. Is it hot or is it cold? Should I stay or should I go? It's hard to deal with these decisions, and I think she knows. It's your meteorologist, Beach Chic. Here in the middle of July, 94 degrees, and we're getting some unprecedented summer snow. It's coming down out there. You guys stay safe, don't drive too fast, and keep on listening.
Your favorite band's about to play a sold-out show. You got in... Over here! ...with a friend and found a spot close enough to see the set list. They're definitely playing your song. When you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it. Can you read? It's a ethnic issue more TV with your ass she is. 